Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents, a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Hi, this is Peggy at Headshots by Peggy Presents, and today I have a treat for you. I am here with Meredith Thomas, and we are going to have a lot of fun. She is an actor, a producer, and, well, we'll get into all the fun things that she does. (laughs) (laughs) So, first off, fun fact about Meredith, I think you are filming your 31st, 32nd Lifetime movie now, television movie now, right? Like Right, yes, my 30, I I mean, but who's counting, but uh, my 31st. Do you stop counting movie. at like 20 or where, where does that stop? Because I, like, I, that's a good question. Um, uh, maybe when I hit my age, I'll stop counting. You'll stop. Counting. Well, so that I just gave, so I'm over 30. I just gave it away to the whole lot. Actors I, never um, tell their age. I know um, you like, you probably like, oh, I play 25 to 35, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> On Zoom. I mean, good lighting and. Uh, no, I've started to, uh, started to kind of embrace my age. Everybody told me, um, I had some wonderful women that were mentors in my mentors when I was in my twenties that had gone before me in the industry. And, and I thank goodness for them because they really tried to keep me centered and tried to keep me calm. But when you're in your twenties, at least for me, everything made it anxious so um they kept saying you're going to come into your own you're going to come into your own in your 40s you're going to come into your own and I you don't want to hear that when you're 25 and hungry and want to be on tv and all that silly stuff and then and then but they were right you know I just needed to calm the f down and um and trust and just keep keep putting in the hours and um so they were right (laughs) I think that's the thing. I mean, this is, this is a crazy industry. And if you don't love it and you're not willing to put in the hours, it is not going to happen. There's no magic pill. Like you just gotta just keep showing up. Yeah. Just keep putting in the hours. And, and I didn't mind that. I loved, I kind of was, um, I, I just went and saw tick, tick, boom for the second time. And, um, they, you know, they they embrace this, this artist, bohemian lifestyle. And I was, for a long time, I was really into that. I was like into proving that I was struggling and that how hard it was to be an actor. And then you get to a point where you're like, uh, it doesn't have to be this hard and you don't have to prove to anyone how hard it is. Like just, <laughs> I was like, it could actually, how about you make it easy? You know what I mean? Like, so I love that. I mean, I definitely had the struggle but now I'm like okay let's just it doesn't have to be this hard and then for all of life let's just go with the flow the next project is on its way just keep moving forward well and I think a lot of it is your mindset like you can either hate the journey or love the journey but the journey is still going to be there so (laughs) I think that's like you know there are times that that I have to just step back this is my okay I'll, I'll tell you my this is what I'm working on right now. I am working on just having experiences, not labeling them good experiences or bad experiences, just allowing myself to feel whatever the experience is. So that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's a, it's just a bunch of, it's a bunch of uh, 
moments that we string yeah. together and, and, and in the end it's a life. Um, uh, what is the name of the writer? I love this quote. I read it when I was in um, like college and, and, and she said, Annie, Annie Lamont, I think is that. So she said, how you spend your days is how you, is of course how you live your life. And so we usually get so caught up in yesterday and tomorrow, but how we spend today is how, is how we live our lives. So I love that. So true. So true. So 31 television movies, that's, that's a pretty big number. Like that's, that's pretty awesome. So how does that happen? Do you kind of get in with a, with a group, you know, like you kind of find your, your crew and they just keep calling you in. How does that happen? Because you see a lot of things where, you know, you kind of have this, this pack, this producer likes this, this writer and this director and this actor, and they just kind of do stuff together. Is that kind of what happened? That's pretty much what happened. I, I always credit this kind of television movie journey. I did a, I did like one maybe, but the big, my big television movie break was, um, and that's came just to put it in context, that was like 2016. So it wasn't like I was like um, a spring chicken when I started doing these these television movies. Um, I so I I did a movie called A Christmas in Vermont, and that was uh, that's with Chevy Chase, and that was I was a supporting role, nice supporting role, but it just evolved into something as as Chevy got on board after the fact, and it already had an amazing cast, Abigail Hawk, um, Howard Hessman from WKRP in Cincinnati. I mean, it, it was an amazing group of people. And then all of a sudden Chevy comes on and because Chevy came on, they wanted to expand his role. And so in turn, my role got expanded. So I was like, okay, thank you, Chevy Chase. <laughs> so, and then it just kept, expanding then I had a scene with Chevy's daughter as the waitress in it and it was um and that so that became like a whole life so this this supporting role that I flew off to New York to do became a whole big other thing and from that the producers the director um the production company I that was kind of their introduction some of their introduction to my work one of the producers I'd worked with before and um but it was their introduction to what I could do, I think. And, um, and then from there, it was just like, oh, I continued to audition, but they were like, oh, Meredith. And, and a lot of times I'd find out after the fact, they were like, oh yeah, no, we wanted you all the time. And I'm like, why did you make me audition then? Do you have any idea how stressful it is? That, like, I'm like fighting for this role. And they're like, oh yeah, give it to Meredith. I'm like, no, just give it to me then. Like, I, I'm like, I want this role and like rearranging my whole schedule. And they're like, yeah we were, we didn't even watch your tape. I'm like, mm. but so that began the journey. And then from there, it was another one. And then some of these directors jump around to different lifetime and television movies. So I was just lucky enough to kind of get along, go along for the ride. And then it became like, oh, I feel like it, what also happened is, oh, she, she played this, this girl's you know, she was in this movie with this young man where he tied her up and now she's going to be the mother-in-law in this one. And it just became this whole um, wonderful snowball of, of um, gathering, gathering um, people in the industry. I always say my whole business, my whole career is just built on repeat customers. 
Like, okay, awesome. let's work with her again. Like, let's work with her again. And so um, it, it, that's how it happened. And, and, you know, it's, it's years of trying to, to just get a hot, get hired and doing anything within reason that would get me in front of the camera. And then, and the hours paid off. And, and like I said, my mentors were right. Just, just keep going. You will come into your own. Um, Cause I always had kind of this classic, you know, when I was young, I kind of had always this classic face. So it was like, where do we put her, you know? Um, and at 20, you want to be doing everything that everybody else is doing, but it's just, I was looking at the girl who plays my daughter on this current film and she's, she's 18 years old. And I thought she's amazing. If I were on this set at 18, I surely would have messed up everything. I surely would have messed up my whole career. I'm telling you, I, I, I needed all those years to figure, find my way in the world so that I could then find my way in front of the camera. But I love how your ex explanation of how all this came in lines up with the quote that you said in the beginning, like how you live your day. Every day you just showed up. Every day you lived your day. Every day you, you lived your best. You showed up on set. I imagine, because I know you, you're wonderful. I imagine you showed up and your wonderful self, you were help, helpful, you were kind, you knew your lines, you did your job, you showed up. And I, I think that just showing up and, and being kind and being present really is more important than people want to talk about. And it's like, why aren't we talking about show up and do your job? Like, like anybody else that goes to work and wants promotion, they show up and they do a really good job at their job and they're decent to be around. And this industry, it takes so many people to make one project. It's not just two or three people. Like we're talking lots and lots of people to make a movie, mm -hmm. you know? And so if you're the person that shows up and you're nice, <laughs> just be nice, you know, your lines, you know, just the basic stuff. I love that you have repeat customers because a lot of people don't, a lot of people in this industry don't work with the same people over and over. So that says a lot about you, a lot about your character, a lot about how you live your every day. Thank you. Yeah. And I've had to, it's learning that too, is that I, I tend to wear many hats and remembering when you get on set, the job you're there to do. And I've, I've been politely reminded by good friends slash producers to just, you don't have to be so helpful. Like there's someone on every set doing that, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I, and I imagine, I, I imagine you're the same way. We're like, we want, I, I can carry my own lights. I can do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. It's like, no, no, no let let the people around you take care of you let them do their job and just know what you're there to do and that that was that's been a learning experience too because as you know sometimes i'm i'm wearing the producer hat but most of the time in my career i've i've wear the actor hat but i'm always like you know i'm like i'd be a great ad i want to be yelling quiet on the set and i want to be getting this person their water and then i also it's like no 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 do the job you were hired to do today, uh, do it, do it well. And um, you'll get to wear that hat another time. And um, it's been interesting. It's been, it's, it's been interesting walking into that, walking into kind of trudging into the producer role because um, uh, actors were, show, were so used to being the center of attention and 
it was kind of fun for me to like step back and be like, let me let everybody else, let me focus on everyone else. Like, let me give, shine the light on them. Let me be their cheerleader, which I've always been like the cheerleader for everyone. So let me be their cheerleader for a minute and step back and, and learning how to do that is, has been awesome too. <laughs> So let's talk about that. How did that kind of, how did that, how did you grow into that? How did you step into that? Well, initially it was just kind of on my own projects, which you see all the time. And, and um, so, you know, I, I, I either, which I realize now happens a lot more than we realize is like after the fact coming in as a producer. So I would be in the project and then after the fact come in and say, here's what I'd like to do. Here's what I feel like I can offer. Here's the path I feel like I can bring this project on. Let, you know, would you be willing to work with me in this capacity? And then, so it would almost be like, almost like post-production producer, but um, so initially it was on projects that I was already involved in. And then I let, uh, you know, I brought something additional other than just being the talent. I said, I can bring this to the, the game. And then, so that was initially. And then after that, I just started kind of jumping in for other people's projects, like and saying, you know what, I think this is how this could be. And, and this is what you should do and how, and so, um, so there's a couple that I am not in, just, just a handful that I'm not in, but it was really um, seeing, seeing where it could go and feeling like I was the person to take it there. For example, um, with Stax, um, Gerald Webb and I have worked together in a, a bunch of capacities over the years. And he, in addition to being an actor, is, is a casting and producing. And now this was his first time directing. So I, I just was so excited to be a part of um, something that was shot during COVID that had an all African-American cast that it was just the potential. I saw some like amazing potential and I wanted to get eyes on it. And so I thought I was the, I was like, I feel like I can do that with this project. Like I can get it. And, and um, so that's how that, I mean, all of, so I was um, really most more like in post-production. Like I saw, once I saw the vision, I was, I was like, I want, this is wonderful. Let's get this out into the world. So, um, and I like producing, I like getting out of, I like using that part of my brain um, because strangely enough, that business side of my brain calms down the creative side of my brain. So, you know, <laughs> so when yeah. I can get into business, I, 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 cause it's just emotionally, I know you're married to an actor, you know, this it's emotionally draining with all why we're actors is we have them all so readily available. And sometimes I just need that a part of what what is it the right side of my brain to just calm down that creative side let me let me do this let me put producer hat on and and not not feel so much in this very moment <laughs> let me pretend i'm in a cubicle <laughs> let me just do the yeah exactly do the clerical work for a second yeah <laughs> that's that's uh that's 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 really good well I've seen you, I've seen you at, at several events and I see you at the television academy events, but usually when I'm around you, it's because you are 
actively producing an event, you're doing something. And I always notice that about you because uh, I, I'm somewhat the same way. I always, I'm at my happiest when there's 15,000 things going on at, at once. I'm much more productive. You know, ask a busy person to do something. They're the ones that will get it done. That's literally mm -hmm. like me. And I see that in you. I see you're always like, I'm like, I wonder what it'd be like to have coffee with her. Like, I don't know. <laughs> because like, <laughs> I tell you what it would be like. Lots of incomplete thoughts and sentences. Because we would be like, oh, yeah, that's this, 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 this. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see that, though. And, and that's, you know, when I first started working with actors, and then, of course, when I first met Merrick, I didn't understand how deep actors feel. Like, a good actor really is in touch with their emotions on all the time on all levels <laughs> and it's it's exhausting it's exhausting to live with an actor let alone i'm sure to actually be an actor <laughs> to live in an actor <laughs> to live in that because sometimes it's like wow so i i do understand what you're saying like it's you know and, and merrick's a spreadsheet type of guy too so like i think that's where he escapes he's like you know asking who he auditioned for like two years ago he can pull that up on a spreadsheet like it's somewhere um but i think that's that's gives you a i guess a leg up because you totally understand from an actor's point of view so you when you get involved in producing a product you get a, a project you get so involved in it you know what that means to every person in the project it's not just like Oh yeah, it's a project, blah, blah, blah. You understand the hours and the work that goes on behind the scenes to make that thing special and amazing. So I think that's a, a really fun uh, way to come at it. That's, and I think that's why a lot of actors step into the producing you know, part of it because it makes sense because you've already poured your entire heart and soul and emotions into it to like, hey, Let's all see this. Let's let's. This is awesome. We got to get this out to the world. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. A producer, you like um, as Gerald kind of said to me, it's like producer, like one. You know, you're doing everything from you know changing the toilet paper to because and and like what what you say we see at events. It's like yeah. I mean, you're doing everything from making sure somebody doesn't trip on the red carpet to you know phone going off and make so it's um yeah I, I do I do like that energy and again um it combines my producer it combines both sides of my brain but um yeah it's been totally fun and I think that that being able to step out and go like with for example with FYC independence how that was created um as I had for Christmas in Vermont I had put that um it was my first time that I put anything on the Emmy ballot. And I was just terrified. I was like, who the heck do you think you are that you could? And then I was like, you are an actress in a Chevy Chase film. Okay, do it, just do it. And I did, and it was terrifying to put myself out there in that way. And, and then I saw the need from that year for some sort of a platform to give independent artists that didn't have 
the money backing for, you know, just to get an example, you know, that was an Ion Christmas movie. It did very well, but Ion wasn't backing Miami campaign. So most of the things that people see, as you know, and, uh, on TV and that do get nominated, they have been backed by their network. And so they're produced. And, and so there's a lot of money that goes into getting eyes on that project. So I thought, well, there's a need here to showcase the independent artists. And, um, and so I did that. And then that year, like 2017, I envisioned being at putting my work in front of people and how it would be. And as you know, I, at the time I was in layman's terms, I was the vice president of the Van Eyes Reseda Elks Lodge here in Los Angeles. And then um, now I've, the past couple of years, I've been the president in layman's terms called exalted ruler um but and so but back then i envisioned like i have this amazing space it's a charity how can we do something and honestly peggy it, the the original vision was just for myself like how can i invite people to see my work you know so i can you know get more attention on the emmy during the emmy race and then 2018 comes along and i was like well, that's no fun just doing it for me. Let me see who else wants to join the party. And I remember when I sent that first email, I was just like, nobody's, they're going to be like, you have a venue in the Valley. Who are you? What are you, you know, like, and I like created the Facebook group and, and then sent an initial email to people. And I was just like, I mean, I was like thinking no one's going to join my group. No one's going to. And then, you know, it's spiraled into red carpet standing room only event and I don't know we put up 25 people and like 20 of them were women and people of color and disabled actresses and 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 I was like so that little vision of like how can I help myself how can I get eyes on me I was like that it's no fun to do it by yourself it's no it's no fun to just sit there and go oh look at me look at me I mean I know that's shocking to hear an actor say that, but it's and so it became the most amazing part of that year. And did I get a nomination? No. Was it fun to watch five fellow independents get nominations? Hell yes. It was the best thing I did that year. You know, I don't even remember what I put on the ballot that year. I remember the five people and the people I remember that night in standing room only so that so um maybe that was really the beginning of the producing and going it's much better if it's a t if we share mm -hmm. yeah and that that is amazing um because I think a lot of actors don't fully understand how the Television Academy works, how the Emmy nomination process works. And if they're not already um, a full voting member, then they're, a lot of them are probably completely lost. But, you know, actors can submit their own work. I mean, it does take money and it does take time. And, and you have created this amazing group um, for independent actors that have amazing work that, that hey, this this should have eyes on it. This let's mm -hmm. let's let's get eyes on this. Let's let's let people see it. And 
it's just amazing. Every time I've attended any of your groups, you've given me the honor to do red carpet a few times. And any time yes. that I've been able to attend your events, they're always just fabulous. And because, you know, I do events and I have 20 some odd years of events and, um, you know, it's to, to say that your event is just as flashy as any other event, you know, it's, you know, high, it's standard. It's, I mean, it's nice. You, everything you. is amazing and fun and the people are all great and you're always running around, you know, making Yes. In my, I'm always in my element. Not Perhaps dropping cakes. Not dropping cakes. Peggy, I swear we need to, you, ma'am, we need to, you know, those you know, when you take pictures and you, you flip them, we, yeah. if you could literally take your photos and put, and do like a photo book of, of like, of, and then Kim's and JC's, Kim, Kim Estes and uh, JC O'Connell's faces as their, O'Connell Henning had her actor's name. Um, so, uh, um, as their faces as you see and I was just determined in my five inch heels and my tight dress that I was just determined no and you can see me I don't need help I don't need help like Cleve coming in trying to help me out I don't need help I don't need help like and ev I, everyone in the room that spoke to me is like oh we thought for sure that cake was so, going down Kim Estes was on the show two weeks ago so they all already we talked about the cake on the show already so now we didn't say your name but now if i have viewers that are watching they'll know and i was like listen i had a front row seat to this like that cake was going to be all over me like i was the one who was going to get the cake in the face and the crazy thing is is that cake was so delicious we didn't have one piece left like I am so glad that I am not the girl to, and you know what, knowing me, they would have been like, oh, Meredith just thinks she's Lucille Ball and she did it on purpose, right? You know, like I somehow it would have come out that like, you know, but the funny thing is, is that another, I'm like big on quotes, they stick in my brain and they, the, like I watched on um, like Growing Pains, whatever years ago, Michael J. Fox character says to his parents, I don't need something to fall back on if you're going to fall back, you know, if you have, if you, if you got, if you need, if you're going to have a fallback, you might as well fall back. So that is stuck in my mind for my whole life. But here's the crazy thing. I had taken, I didn't know that JC O'Connell had another cake. Um, oh. I should keep O'Connell Henning, JC Henning, who's the, her actress name, had another cake in her car because she, she knew Kim also liked, um, um, another client, can't think of it now. And then I was a little afraid we were going to run out of cake. So I had another whole sheet cake that I had taken out. So, um, we would have been fine, so but that I would have, but I should have cake, never everyone had would have still got cake. Yeah. But I should have never had that fallback plan because mm. that darn white cake sitting in the kitchen, I swear to that's, it, it has nothing to do with my you know, four inch heels and tight dress. It was clearly that I had a fallback plan. <laughs> well, I don't know how you didn't drop that cake. Like the laws of gravity and physics said that cake should have 
Oh, you could see because it was much heavier than you would imagine. And that was my control freak, Peggy. I was so determined that I don't bring it out there with that plastic tray underneath. Like people thought I baked it. Like, like I was going to like, I mean, clearly I didn't bake it, but I was like so determined as a control freak that that plastic tray don't go out there. It was just tacky. The supermarket tray cannot go out there. So I'm like, try. I mean, just go with the flow, Meredith. Just like stop. <laughs> But yeah, it was much heavier and I could feel that. Um, well, you the, looked very graceful and I personally appreciate that you didn't drop it. Um, however, I was just like, all right, well, um, if the cake gets on the camera, it'll be a really funny story. So here we go. And it would have, I mean, and people and were really- funny people story because it's made my podcast twice. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can tell I appreciate. I, I, I uh, as this a former and sometimes stand-up comic, I, I, you can tell I appreciate being self-deprecating. So the first thing I did, as you saw, is took me wrestling with cake and made it my cover photo because, like, that's like the best picture of the night. Is like, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It was so great. It's awesome. But. Seriously, again, that just goes to, you know, to talk to your professionalism and like, all right, so let's go. I roll with it. Let's go. So, you know. Yeah, it was. But a, what a fun, what a fun it event was so it was. Fun. And, you know, is as is everything that you put together. I've never been to anything that your name was attached to that just wasn't fabulous. So, so. Thank you. That's, that's a high compliment. Yeah. Especially when you know we're, we're, it's all for charity. So we're being super budgety. <laughs> so, well, it's I, always you know, budgety. And I never want to charge the actors very much money. Like the first year we, the actors if, could do it for free. And like, I think we did $50 if they wanted to be on the red car, you know, like wanted their logo. And then the next year I got, I didn't want to go up very much. So I was like, okay, $50 a clip. Uh, $90 if you like I just I didn't want it to be um, I wanted to so everybody that wanted to could participate in some some way so um, and then then being able to write a check to charity after something that fun is just you know um, cherry on the non-dropped cake <laughs> So what charities do you personally, um, what, what are you personally involved in? I'm always, I'm always about the, the cause. Like, let's talk right. about the cause. Let's talk okay. about it. So there's a lot. So, okay. So um, I, for a number of years, five, six years, I've mentored with a, uh, the Young Storytellers Foundation, which goes into public schools in Los Angeles and mentors fifth graders in script writing. And then at the end of the semester, we bring in all our professional actors friends and we put on a big um, show in the auditorium. It's been a little different in COVID times, but it's a fantastic organization. So that's one of the things. I'm also um, a huge animal rescuer. I, I mean, I, I'm not the rescuer. I'm the, the one that takes some, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I guess I'm a, um, professional foster. So my current baby uh, came from my best, my current cat baby came from my best friend's uh, charity, which is called Kit Crusaders. And she pulls from high killed shelters and hoarding situations in Los Angeles. And then um, I am on foster dog number 11. 
of the pandemic, who I should say is no longer foster dog. She was a hard, hard to, to find a home for a case. She had a lot of troubles and problems from her traumatic eight years in Tijuana. So um, I also, you know, foster, so she's a foster fail, but uh, the animal rescue mission, um, my friend Shira, who I've known for years as an actress, runs that. And it's a fantastic organization rescuing um, dogs. And every time I find an animal a home, I just, I mean, a part of me just cries, but then I stalk them on social media and I, I fully tell their parents, I will be stalking your dog for the rest of the, like, <laughs> I'm like the, I'm the crazy uh, foster mom and like, and, um, and then of course, the Van Nuys Reseda Elks Lodge, our big, where our heart is and where a bulk of our money from our lodge goes to is working with veterans. We are giving 150 bags of brand new clothing, um, underwear, socks, sweatshirts, sweatpants to um, veterans this year. Um, we are giving lots and lots of, of canned food and if we do like last year, maybe 300 chickens to uh, food valley food pantries. And then, um, and then, as you know, another close to our heart, we have the Purple Pig charity is what we call, we call it the Purple Pig because you put your coins in the Purple Pig. But that charity helps disabled children in California and Hawaii. And we fund, we fund full-time physical therapists to go into the homes and work with disabled children. So um, I, I'm very, it's kind of like my acting style, cafeteria style. I bring some, I bring a different technique to every project because every project's different. So I'm kind of a, a cafeteria style uh, giver. You know, I just, I just kind of go where, um, where there's a need and where, where there's an opportunity at that any given time. And, um, but I always said I wanted to help animals and children and growing up and so that's kind of where where I am <laughs> I love that and I appreciate that about you because like I said I'm all about the causes on my website because I'm a photographer there is a button that says the bigger picture <laughs> and that takes you to because I you know Merrick and I are both really uh, adamant about what 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 are we here for like if we're not here to help others right and, and and I think that's how you live your life that's how you started your group was like hey this is fun but I can help all the other actors that are doing the same thing as I'm doing and I got this face and I got these ideas and right right and I I just feel like when when we stop looking at me 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 and start looking at the bigger picture <laughs> you know right. we we actually um accelerate ourselves because we're pulling others up with us and therefore, you know, we all kind of grow together. So I love that about you. I really, really deeply appreciate that about Thank you. And, you. And so I did want to talk about that. So I'm really glad that you shared that. Um, what tips or tricks or what share would you like our viewers to know? Pieces of wisdom from there. Okay. It's probably, they'll probably be pretty simple. I, um, I do this at the gym. I, I, when it's particularly hard, I'm like, just keep moving. Because sometimes I'm like, I cannot do that without hurting myself. I'm not going to like, I, but I'm like, okay, don't do that, but can't just keep moving. And you said it before, this industry, 
can be it can be devastating to your psyche if if you allow it so if you love it know that there's a place for you in this place you know i just don't believe that that we're given something that we're so passionate and that we love and then it is not meant for us and and then if you discover that you no longer love it or it no longer makes you happy don't be afraid to change course um and even within the industry i never imagined i never sat home and said i'm going to be a stand up comic but i got led in that way and fell in love with it i never said I want to be a producer too. I really didn't. And I never said I wanted to be a director, but the industry just it, be open to where it leads you there. And if there's something else in this industry or in life that will make you happy, it's not a failure to, to move in that direction. And I think we spend so much time like fighting against what maybe the flow, what, what the flow is telling us, Hey, if you if you move this way it's not going to be that painful and yet we're like no 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 it's supposed to be painful no 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 it doesn't have to be painful it it could be actually quite joyous if you stop resisting what you how you think it's supposed to look i didn't watch lifetime movies as a kid we didn't have cable i didn't know what those were i I, but then when the opportunities came about or Christmas movies, but when the opportunity came about, I just was like, yes. And let's see where this guy does. So I would just say, be, you know, be willing to take that about you. You know, if it's not fun, if it feels bad, maybe you're not supposed to do it and that's okay. Um, just because you lose the illusion that it's supposed to look one way and maybe that's painful doesn't mean that on the other side of that pain, there isn't the life is exactly as it's supposed to look. That's really good. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've met a lot of people that thought they wanted to be actors and then realized they wanted to be directors or thought they wanted to be actors and then, you know, they, they thought one thing and then once they got into it, they were like, oh, actually, I'm really good at this. Um, for me, you know, I've always done still photography and the opportunity arose a few years ago for me to, to well, it wasn't even an opportunity. It was a, hey, um, our DP didn't show up. Can you do this? <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, I don't do video. Like I used to be really cocky about it. I'd be like, I can tell my story in one frame. I don't need 50 frames per second. <laughs> um, but I realized that actually this is really fun. This is something that I want to do, not, not full-time, not as a career, but this is definitely something I want to have knowledge of. And, you know, maybe a little hobby, maybe do, you know, stand in on some independent things and, you know, just be there. And uh, so, you know, the more you learn, the more the universe can, I like, just keep moving because it's what's the quote you know it's easier to turn to steer a car that's moving than sitting still or something like that right but right. you know just keep moving i love that i think i'm going to title this this um this podcast <laughs> just keep moving <laughs> it's funny I mean, that's, you say the, that that's the quote that's going to stick it's funny because i just a uh, dear dear friend of mine actor who is we have been in the trenches together different paths uh but say you know different roles and type of tv stuff but we're in the trenches and he just says 
you're a girl that never stops. So it's funny that that I would have to at the gym be like, just keep moving. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you hanging out with me today. And I know all of my viewers are loving this. So what is your favorite social media platform and how can my viewers follow you? Awesome. So I think so probably my favorite because we're visual is is Instagram. But uh, so but I'm also I'm pretty much the same everywhere at Meredith Actress um, on Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. I think I love Facebook, too, but I feel like um, uh, I get to connect more with people I don't know on Instagram, meet more, um, you know, newer people. And, um, and Facebook is like all the awesome people that I do know. And I can go, oh yeah, we worked together on this and we did this and this, this. So, but at Meredith Actress, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Perfect. So follow her everywhere and um, like all of <laughs> her stuff, leave her tons of comments and leave tons of comments on this video. And maybe we can talk her into coming back and being on the podcast again in a few months. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> so, I, again, I appreciate it. And please, if you are not following me, I am, I've been a video show for over five years, but I'm now a podcast. So if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure you subscribe because podcast subscribers are really important to new podcasters. So looking for that push that button <laughs> push that button I know I have to I don't know if I, I I don't know if I knew that I better push that button yes push that button for me I'm everywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast <laughs> so um yes as apparently they're telling me you know make sure I get subscribers so that's helpful um and of course I'm on YouTube so if you want to watch the video and this is all over Facebook and everywhere else but if you think this was valuable which I know you do make sure you share it sharing is caring. <laughs> Thanks again. And uh, most importantly, you guys have an amazing week and I'll see you next week. Thanks, Meredith. Thank you, Peggy. Have a good one. <laughs>